Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to Solo Cleaning School. Oh man, I have a buzzing funny papers for you today. And then we're going to talk about some jeans. So let's start off with this buzzing funny paper story. Here you go. I was with Tyrone, an incredible part-timer I had with me for a window cleaning job at this gigantic 8,000 square foot log cabin on the top of a mountain. It's a beautiful home. One wing of the house was an indoor pool. The other wing, bedrooms, center area, big, great room, rock and stone fireplace. What a beautiful home. The view down into the valley from the ladder was even spectacular because I was about two flights up on the ladder, Tyrone was holding the bottom, cleaning these windows. And then Tyrone spotted something way off in the distance. Hey, Ken, do you see that mass? I did see it, especially from my perch two stories up. And I heard a low voltage bzzz, buzzing that came with this mass. Ken, what is it? Tyrone asked. I watched as the mass got closer and closer, the buzzing getting louder. Realization dawned. A swarm of bees. You may have seen a swarm coming out of a beehive before. Granted, there's probably a thousand bees in that. This was like an entire city. I have never seen this many bees together. There was probably 10,000 of them. It was the strangest and scariest thing I'd ever seen in my life at that point. Oh my goodness. The swarm of bees definitely would be an understatement. It was a colony and coming right toward us. I started screaming like Tommy Boy, bees, bees, run, save yourself. Except that only worked when you try to get rid of police officers. I am on a ladder. Two stories up, Tyrone holding it. This could not be any worse, and this might not go well. I started coming down the ladder in two to three rungs at a time. Tyrone took off. Tyrone, come back here! I essentially had to slide down the rest, was able to make it to the bottom, ran to the front of the house because we were in the back and we got around the log cabin. I finally caught up to Ty. We got to a safe place in the yard and we watched as this swarm of bees came right at the place where we were on the ladder. <laughs> Went over the roof and did like one of these helicopter moves and it came down toward us on the ground and then swooned back up in the air. And off in the distance, Tyrone and I curled into balls, hugging each other, praying as the bees descended into the mountains. <sighs> yep, we regrouped. I got back up on the ladder, finished cleaning, and there were no more bee attacks from killer bees that day. One thing I forgot to mention in this story is, you know, back in the old Ghostbusters movie when the ghost kind of got too close to you and they slimed all over the Ghostbusters? Yeah, when I was on the ground in the fetal position with Tyrone, I was absolutely wondering if I was going to have honey all over the two of us, if we'd be stuck to the ground. All right, let's shift gears and get out of the beehive 
and get into a story that happened very recently. And this one's my wife's story. My wife, Teresa. The two of us have been fighting, fighting this debt monster for over a decade. And if you've heard our story in our introduction podcast episode, you know that we've paid off a lot of debt and we've fought and we've had our tough years. So unfortunately, we've gained a scarcity mindset around money. And it hasn't been healthy for us because shopping for discounts, coupon clipping, thrift stores, saving money, this has been our go-to for more than 10 years now. And we're not out of it. We're still gaining attraction and building our companies and working our way out of this. But both of us have learned recently that a scarce mindset around money will always be there. No matter how much money you make, if you have a scarcity mindset, you're always going to feel like you're clutching and you never have enough. And that's not the way that we wanted to live. We had our minds opened up at the Total Life Freedom Retreat in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, just this past month. And the mindset shift was simple. It's, let's be givers first. Generosity is the mindset, not scarcity. And that's a whole brand new way of thinking. Because how much could we give away? Let's make more so we can give away more. And when we buy things, we don't need to buy the cheapest thing. We need to buy the thing that works for our family. And no better story can bring this point home than what happened to my wife prior to us going to Tennessee. Matter of fact, on the drive down, she told me this story and I recorded it on my phone because I knew it was going to be a podcast episode. So let's dive in and I'm going to tell you my wife's story called The Jeans Just Don't Fit. So she left the house to go on her expedition to get some new jeans. And Teresa went to her go-to store, which was Kohl's. And where did she go when she went inside Kohl's? She went to the discount racks. That's where we always go with a scarce mindset around money. So she went to the discount racks and she tried on a pair of jeans. It was too big. Tried on another pair. It was too small. But they're the right size and they don't fit. Some are too clunky. Maybe it's the jeans. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's her body type. She was getting frustrated. She was wasting time and nothing was fitting that was supposed to be fitting from the discount clothes rack. She spent almost two hours in the store. Now, I didn't know any of this was going on. She went back the next day and from my perspective, she came home with jeans. So I'm the typical husband thinking, awesome, you went and found jeans. But I didn't know the backstory until she told me the whole thing on the ride down. Here's what she said about her first trip to Kohl's. I tried on all these jeans and none of them seemed to fit. I knew that there wasn't something wrong with me. I knew that the jeans just weren't right. And when I heard Teresa share this in the car, it brought so many thoughts back into focus about so many moms out there in the same boat, not with jeans, but with house cleaners. What do I mean by that? Well, a lot of moms feel the same way about cleaning. They can't keep their house in order. The clutter is all over the place. It's not clean. Maybe they hire one company. It doesn't work out. They hire another cleaning company. It doesn't work out. They interview this one. They interview that one. They hire another. It's just not working. They're not showing up. They're getting frustrated like that first rack at Kohl's for Teresa. They try and they try and they try never finding the right fit. And these moms start to wonder, maybe it's me. Maybe it's my house. Maybe my house is too messy and people don't want to come over and clean it. And they start to feel bad and they get frustrated, wondering if they'll ever find someone. But it's not that at all. 
Moms out there, if you're listening to this and you're looking for a cleaning service, you just have to shop around in enough different stores with your eyes, looking past the discount racks until you find the right pair of jeans. And back to Teresa, she did go back to Kohl's the second day, and she walked right past the discount racks, and she searched through the rest of the jeans department, and she didn't find any, but she didn't care about the price tag. She just looked for jeans that fit, and she was closer, and they were double the price, and she just didn't care. She just wanted something that was comfortable, something that made her feel good, look good, and for whatever reason, she couldn't find a pair that fit her in Kohl's. So she could have left there, gone to Nordstrom's, gone to Macy's, gone to Fifth Avenue, wherever you shop for expensive jeans. She ended up going to a little store called Ross. It's not exactly known for high-end stuff, but she went right in. They have discount racks. She skipped over the discount racks. She went back to the main part of the store where the jeans are. And you know what she found? She found something that fit her. And she felt great about it. She smiled and she put four pairs of these jeans on the crash register, bought them, came home with a big smile. And that brings me back to where I was saying, hey, honey, oh, good, you got some jeans. Awesome. And of course, she went to try them on for me. And I said, oh, can we do that later? I'm trying to work right now. I didn't know all of this and I should be a better husband asking better questions. And I'm so glad that I asked about this experience on our nine, 10 hour drive to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And this story is a gold mine to me. I love this story. So back to you, the cleaner. I want you, Solo Cleaning School, to learn how to become the type of business that fits your ideal client. How do you learn to do that? How do you learn to fit your ideal client? Well, you first have to build a reputation of trust around you and your brand because ultimately when a homeowner, when a mom is looking for that person, they can't find someone, it's probably because they're shopping by price. But if they were shopping by trust and not caring about price, then they find the right one every time. It's when they look for the cheapest five and they all come over and they present different things and they hire a couple of them, they get the same result. There's a reason they're the lowest price cleaner. There's a reason that the generic blueberry pie was $5 and your amazing pie is $15. When these moms, and these are the right clients, the moms that don't shop at the discount racks, the moms that appreciate the $15 blueberry pie, the ones that want trust over anything, they are going to call all of the cleaners that have been referred to them, not just the discount rack cleaners. And then they will interview them and they will choose the one that makes them feel most comfortable. I want you to become that person that makes these moms feel more comfortable. And how do you do that? It's a reputation of trust. It's showing up on time, being accountable, having integrity, being an amazing cleaner, being recommended, Having people refer you because 80% of all new clients come through referrals. You remember that from a previous episode. Become the person that is referable and trustworthy. And your prices are what your prices are. $15 for a blueberry pie. That's just what the going rate is for your pie, for your cleaning service. So I want to bring these two mindsets together now. Blueberry pie and the jeans don't fit. Look, there's a book that you need to read and it's called Go For No. I'll put the link in the show notes. The book Go For No will teach you that you have to know who you are and what you sell 
And then you just have to get the right numbers. And you need to keep knocking. Knock, knock. Do you like this pie? Yes or no? Goodbye. Knock, knock. Do you like this pie? Yes or no? Goodbye. Knock, knock. Here's the jeans. Do they fit? They do. They don't. That's it. Knock, knock. Here's the jeans. That's it. Yes or no? Do they fit? (laughs) I forget how the rhyme went. (laughs) You get the point by now. In the book Go For No, you will learn to keep going for no after no after no because in the no's, you will find your way on the way to yes. And how does this whole beautiful thing wrap together? Keep offering your $15 blueberry pie, your non-discount rack jeans. Build your trust. Keep saying next after someone says no. And you do this enough times. And eventually the right number of right people will try you on and realize that you're the perfect fit. All right, Solo Cleaning School, I hope that this message of the jeans don't fit and the previous of Blueberry Pie really started to build your mindset, change the way that you think about your cleaning service, your solo cleaning business, your pricing, and the type of people that you're attracting. Do you like what you're hearing here on the Solo Cleaning School? Do you like these mindsets? Do you know that there is a premium membership available for you? If you're a solo cleaner and you need to get to the next level, you would like to optimize your business and start making more money and have more time. Or if you'd like help starting your solo cleaning business and you need a mentor and you need a plan, check out smartcleaningbiz.com backslash solo cleaning school. You can click on the join premium membership link and check out the opportunities that are awaiting you. So I look forward to seeing you in that premium membership. And until next episode, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Are you auditing classes here? Why not subscribe and become a student? If you're a student benefiting from this school, please express your thanks with a rate and review. Now go and apply what you've learned. Class is dismissed.